Good day, everyone. This is Reverend Dr. Paul Gibson with today's Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family podcast. Today, we're going to be continuing looking at the idea that if you really want to know how your marriage will shape up, look at the family in which you grew up in. Another way that I'm saying that is if you want to know your marriage, know your family. The first two podcasts of this week, we looked at a fictional score, a story regarding a fictional couple named Fred and Skylar. And then I use that story to encourage you, the listener, to go to your spouse and ask, what's our current marriage story? And then yesterday, or the day before actually, uh, I encouraged you to use the idea of how could your marriage be described in song, or in other words, what songs would do a good job describing your marriage currently, if you and your spouse have a difficult time talking through the question, what's your current marriage story? Sometimes spouses don't feel comfortable with each other in answering that question, so in order to break the ice, talking about what types of songs might describe our current marital situation uh, can be easier. Well, today we're going to turn the corner, and we're going to talk a little bit about a tool that is called a genogram. And one of the ways that um, I encourage us to know our families uh, in a better way is to develop a genogram. Well, what is a genogram? According to Peter Scazzaro in his book, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality, he says that a genogram is a way of drawing a family tree that looks like information about family members and their relationships over two to three generations. Again, Peter Scazzaro says a genogram is a way of drawing a family tree that looks at information about family members and their relationships over two to three generations. So let me take Scazzaro's definition of, of a genogram and break it down a little bit. So what is a genogram? It's basically a family tree. And it looks like, or it looks at family members in their relationships. And a healthy genogram, a good genogram, looks at two to three generations. So it's a family tree that looks at family members in their relationships, and it usually focuses on two to three generations. Now, let me give an example of what a genogram uh, does. Anytime you go to the doctor's office, uh, especially if it's a new doctor that you're seeing, they want to get a health history on you, and they have you list uh, the health history of not just your parents, but your grandparents. And they ask you a series of question, questions regarding uh, what types of ailments, what types of health challenges, what types of illnesses might your parents and grandparents um, have exhibited. The genogram is the same thing, except it's more of an emotional health history. Now, I encourage uh, counseling clients and those who take the Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family class uh, to list out physical ailments uh, on the genogram, but the, the genogram has a tendency to focus more on the emotional history of a family. So let me give you an example more specifically of that. Say that um, you come from a family where your mom and dad uh, had a very hard time connecting emotionally. Well, the genogram would show that through a series of symbols, and I'm going to discuss in a minute, that would show that your mom and dad uh, may have had difficulty connecting emotionally. Well, that's, that would be um, the emotional description of their relationship. Well, let's say you were to look at your mom's parents, your uh, maternal grandparents, and let's say that they had a difficult time connecting emotionally. Well, if your maternal grandparents had a difficult time connecting emotionally, and your mom and dad had a difficult time connecting emotionally, that tells us um, if we're looking at your genogram together, that there is a good chance because of the generational pattern of having a difficult time connecting emotionally that you entering into your marriage um, 
means that you might have a difficult time connecting emotionally. So that is just one example of how looking at emotional patterns in a genogram can tell us a little bit about how we might be prepared or not be prepared to enter into marriage. Let me read to you from Exodus 20, verses 4 through 6. It says, You shall not make for yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven above, or on the earth beneath, or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. Did you hear what Exodus 20 is saying? Is that the Lord is a jealous God and that he's going to punish the children for the sins of the parents to the third and fourth generation? But he also says that he's going to show love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. It's this idea of generational sin, meaning that the sin and brokenness of our families can easily be filtered down to us as children. And it's a sobering thought to think about if you're a parent, because that means that your brokenness and your sin can be passed down to your children as well. But it's not just about generational sin. It's also about generational blessing. So it's not just the sin and the brokenness that can be passed down to us and to our own children, but it's also the blessing, the good that comes from our families that can be passed down to us and to our children, our own children. So as you start thinking through uh, constructing a, an emotional family tree, which is another way that I describe a genogram, I encourage you that as you start thinking through that process, to, in your mind, be looking for patterns of generational sin and generational blessing in your family. And when you see patterns of generational sin, ask the question, what needs to be confessed and redeemed? And then when you see patterns of generational blessing, ask, what needs to be celebrated and continued? So I, I used an example a few seconds ago about uh, parents and grandparents struggling with emotionally connecting and how that might... Um, show up in your marriage. I would say that's generational sin. Let me give an example of a generational blessing. My dad and I were driving down the road one time uh, when I was about 10 years old and he had a 1980 Dodge Diplomat and the heat was either not working at all or it would be full blast. So we're driving down the road, it's a February day and the heat is going full blast. I mean I feel like a chicken cooking in an oven uh, that day in the car because it was just so hot. And all of a sudden, this really foul odor um, uh, wafted through my nose, and I mean, it was just putrid. And I realized that my dad had uh, passed gas. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that smells awful. And my dad looks at me, and he smiles real big, and he goes, ha ha, silent but deadly. Now, why am I telling you this story in regards to generational blessing? Because in that moment, my dad, in a very fun way, connected with me. So sure enough, about a year ago, I'm driving down the road uh, with my daughter, and um, I pass gas. And a few moments after that, she looks at me, she goes, oh my gosh, watch that smell. And I looked at my daughter, and I grinned, and I say, silent but deadly. Uh, and, and we started just laughing, and I immediately was taken back to uh, when I was 10 with my dad, and that same exercise happened. Why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because my dad in that moment connected with me in a very funny way. And I saw that in my dad, and that affects me to this day, to where I strive to find fun ways to connect with my children so that we can laugh. 
That's an example of a generational blessing. So tomorrow we're going to continue to talk more about putting a genogram together. Um, and as we leave, uh, and as you start thinking through what your emotional family tree looks like, I want you to reflect on this question. Do you have any fear or nervousness or concern as you talk about putting together a family genogram? Are you worried or concerned what you might see when you look at the emotional history of your family? Now, if you are, hear me say this. Ask the Lord to walk with you over the next few days as you pray through and as you prepare to put a genogram together. I've seen many couples do the genogram and walk away with a greater understanding in regards to how their family was put together and how they can understand the generational sin, understand the generational blessing, and come together uh, as a new family system, as a new couple, uh, and have a strong, holy, and healthy marriage. This is Reverend Dr. Paul Gibson with Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family. Um, Hope you are enjoying these podcasts. If you have any questions, you can email me at revdrpaulgibson at gmail.com, R-E-V-D-R-P-A-U-L-G-I-B-S-O-N at gmail.com. This is Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family. You guys have a good day.